they moved here to California, and um, they plan to live with us for the next three years. Yeah. Yeah. We were thrilled, but you can imagine there's a lot of challenge in that. We love having them so close and being involved in our day-to-day lives. Um, but eight people living in a pretty modest-sized home, there it's a challenge. But you know what? There was a lot of joy in that transition. But then six weeks after that, my daughter left to pick the girls up from school, and uh, two-year-old William and I settled in for a nap so that we would be fresh and ready to go to Disneyland that night. We were so excited. Suddenly, um, all of a sudden, I was like startled awake by my smoke alarm going off. And being confused and still half asleep, I thought I had left something on the stove. But when I checked, everything was turned off. And then I noticed the ceiling was filling with smoke, and it smelled really funny. Like the heater, you know, the first time you turn it on, um, it just smelled weird. And I went um, to check that. The heater wasn't on, and it was one of those 100-plus days back there in May. But I checked it anyway. Nope, nope, it wasn't the heater. Then I noticed all the rooms were starting to fill with smoke. And I decided, you know what, I better call the fire department. Even though I was still, I really at this point still was groggy. I wasn't clear about what was happening but I found that our landline was dead. And then I did start to get nervous. And I, I realized, you know what, I need to get William, wake him up, find my cell phone so I can find, call the fire department and get out of the house. So I ran and I grabbed him, but I couldn't find my phone. I couldn't find my shoes. And now I was really starting to panic. And someone was banging on our front door. It was a neighbor, I guess. But you know what, I'd never really even seen her before. Later, I thought, you know what, maybe it was an angel. She said, we've called the fire department. Is anyone else in the house? We think your house is on fire. But it still, to me, did not make any sense. How could my house be on fire? Um, But to keep this story a little bit short, um, it was on fire. And we ended up losing about 90% of all of our stuff. Our clothes, our furniture, all of the things that you collect and save over 40 years of marriage, as well as the whole house. But you know what? The firemen were so amazing. And after things were under control, they grabbed all the pictures off of our walls and anything that they thought could be valuable or sentimental. So even though it was water-damaged and dirty and full of ash, we still had some things. That was a gift of joy. And the blessings that God flowed from that day and the days after were so overwhelming. Neighbors poured out of their homes that day to help us to sort through all that smoky, dirty soot and water-damaged stuff, and they tried to help us save it. And believe me, that is a yucky job. And that night, I started a Blessings of the Day journal, and I filled three pages with the faithfulness of God just that day. Number one on the list that my smoke alarms worked and that nobody was hurt that day. Pastor Tim had preached that Sunday about praying that the Lord would interrupt our days and our plans and replace them with his plans. I had posted that on my bathroom mirror and had been praying it all week. 
This was certainly an interruption. But what does that say about God? Is he sovereign over all things? Absolutely, yes. Did he cause the fire? No. Did he allow it? Yes. Why? I have no idea. And, you know, it doesn't really matter because it wouldn't change anything. I really have no natural resources of my own. It all belongs to God. And in the stress and craziness and chaos of my day, I can choose to focus on the mess and the extra work and the challenges and the loss and the ugliness, or I can focus on the good that God has blessed me with, and I can find joy in it. Nehemiah tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy doesn't come from me in my strength. It comes from God. It was amazing how the body of Christ, you guys, immediately reached out with love and prayers and offers of meals and clothes and furniture and places to stay and gift cards and toys and books for the kids, hotel extras to make six weeks in a two-room hotel more comfortable and help in so many different ways of love and kindness. I can't really even name them all. Or I can find joy in how a friend who has been through the same thing quickly reached out to us with advice and wisdom and practical support. God supplied all of our needs in every way. And I look at all of this as God's provision and blessing through you, the body of Christ. And it brought unimaginable and overwhelming joy and peace and the feeling of being loved I can't even really fully describe it because it doesn't make any sense in this world. But I can tell you that we are so thankful to God and to you and to me. That's an example of our lesson this week, faith and action working together. I really can count it all joy. I don't need to conform to the pattern of this world. The Spirit can bring transformation and renewal in our transitions and our trials, and your prayers do make a huge difference. So many of you were praying, and we felt it. Never feel that prayer is not enough or it isn't helping. In 2 Corinthians, Paul tells us, So do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, or all the material things around us. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. That's transformation. For this light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, like my house. But the things that are unseen are eternal. That's our glory. And very quickly, I know because you're probably wondering, the fire was caused by a roofing accident as a friend of ours was building us a new patio. And I would really ask you to pray protection and wisdom over him and his family because our insurance company is trying to hold him responsible for the accident and the damages, and it's completely out of our hands. I know God is in this also. I don't know how, but I know that's not the end of the story. So let me close us with a word from Romans and Philippians over whatever your challenge is today, because I know you also have at least one. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And may God supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.